As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skied. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And tonight, I am joined by the host of the Walk the Cinema podcast. Please welcome G to the show. Thank you for having me. Hey, absolutely. So why don't you take a minute and tell everybody about Walk the Cinema? Well, we're just uh, two amateur podcasters, me and my wife, and we love movies and we decided we're going to talk about them. And you can check us out on every podcasting platform and youtube okay simple enough there you go all right so you took me to a movie that i had heard in title but never seen Mm -hmm. going back to i think it was 1993 we're going to talk about man bites dog that is me rami i'm a filmmaker and i'm making a film about ben a man of many talents he was a connoisseur of fine foods a first-rate poet, a philosopher, and a composer. But what fascinated me most about Ben was the intensity he brought to his work. Ben was a killer, an extremely clever and creative killer, almost to the point of genius. He could hit a moving target, sight unseen, and strike at a moment's notice, he was a consummate professional. He was quite a guy. So when he asked us to join in the fun, we felt honored. I mean, he was the star of our movie, and who were we to say no? Afterwards, we all celebrated into the night, and what a party it was, for a short while at least, until things got way out of hand. Man Bites Dog. It's a comedy about a serial killer that goes straight for the jugular. All right, so when did you first see this? I saw it when I was like 18, probably getting into cinema trying to find different stuff and this was something i landed on and immediately it captivated me yeah okay all right so for anybody listening i found a trailer i'm going to put in for this that's in english this movie is not in english i do not and if that trailer is the dubbed version of this don't watch it like that because the trailer does not sound great but uh, i wanted to have an english trailer that at least told you what the movie was about since most of my listeners are from America anyway, so. Mm. So, yeah, make sure you watch the subtitle version. This way, It makes it worth it, I promise, because that dub trailer didn't sound good. I don't like it, but I wanted something <laughs> to use. <laughs> All right, so why don't you tell everybody what this, thing, what this film's about? Well, it's a mockumentary that follows a serial killer, and the camera crew kind of gets involved with it, too, and we just <laughs> follow him killing people, pretty much. But it's it's a comedy. It doesn't sound like it, but it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually I I got a behind the mask Rise of Leslie Vernon vibes when I watched. I don't know if you've seen mm-hmm. 
No. That's a, oh no, that's also a mockumentary, and I should probably watch it. Yeah, it's it's probably like less than ten years old, and they did the same thing where they follow mm-hmm. a serial killer. Yeah, it doesn't go as dark as this one gets at points. Yeah, this but, is really dark. Yeah, it does get dark. So, so what is it you love about this movie so much? I mean, I think everything about it is great, but. The, I think the main thing really is the performance by the lead. He really sells that he's kind of this lunatic, but I don't know. He's It's played by Benoit Pauvet, which is a Belgian actor that mostly works in France now. And he's really good. I always loved him. And this is his best role by far. It's also just such a small budget that they had to work with that it just makes the movie look more real in that way. Because most documentaries like this wouldn't have a big budget. So it really works with the small budget. And the darkness of it was what got me to watch it in the first place. Okay, yeah. So you said you caught it 18 just looking up different cinema. Where where did you come across this? I'm curious because I don't think I would ever came across this. Uh, It's probably a YouTube video about... I think it was from the YouTube channel Horrible Reviews. He's a Dutch YouTuber, okay. but his videos are in English if anyone wants to check him out. I think he does this series about disturbing movies, and I probably got it there, but I'm not sure. Hmm. It's probably there. All right. Okay. All right. So this was not an easy one to do with this movie because the way it ends. But if you had mm-hmm. ever gotten a sequel to this, I'm curious to see how you take this. Where would you have <laughs> taken the sequel to this? Because, whoo. obviously he dies in the end right so but it's implicit that he got killed by his like arch enemies italian rivals Mm -hmm. and he finds another crew so a sequel would make sense that we see the perspective of the other crew okay yeah there you go that's a good answer yeah (laughs) all right so let's let's go let's go the remake route let's say they did i don't know maybe you could Put a French crew in there. I probably couldn't. Mm. <laughs> probably but, not. But maybe you did an American remake, or maybe you got some French actors. Who would you put in this thing? Remy Malik could be a good lead for this. Okay. You could probably pull it off. I don't know. It, it would be a challenge for him, but it could be worth it. And then the other only a really big character would be Remy, which he kind of plays the director in the documentary. And I don't know. He has such a unique look. He'd have someone with the same look like uh, Blake Anderson from Workaholics. I don't know if people know who that is. It's a long, ha- curly hair comedian. Oh, he's the one that's like in that bear suit and all the memes, right? Like the for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he kind of looks like the original one, yeah. but he's also pretty funny. So he works in both senses. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know him by name, but when you said workaholics, I was like, it's got to be that guy because he does yeah. kind of look like the guy. So, and and the rest of the cast, I mean, the people that play Ben's family are his actual family, so I wouldn't change that. I feel like that's a unique feature that the remake could also have. Okay, so would you, whoever got cast as lead like if it's Rami Malek would you you want to put his family in it and do it that way yeah why, why mess with the originality of that because what other film do you see where someone playing a serial killer is using his actual name and his actual family and everyone is actually using their name except the sound guys some of them have different names but most of the cast is their 
real names and it's their real life so it's kind of cool in that way okay if you got a remake is there any other ways you'd want to see it updated to fit modern times like how they did it or I don't I don't think they could do it as good. That's the thing. Because this was already problematic when it came out. Very true, yes. So I could see that being the case. (laughs) Yeah, I think it would be a more PG version of this. It would never be PG, but maybe R-rated. Because this got NC-17, which is very rare. You don't get NC-17 movies that frequently, so it'd probably just be a watered-down version of this, but with American actors or Hollywood actors in general. Yeah, you're probably right. Right, I think that, that I read this was a student film. Uh, kinda. Yeah, they were yeah. students, but they got distribution. So, okay. Yeah, I think it would just kind of have to be this kind of guerrilla filmmaking to get to something like this mm-hmm. off the ground. I, I, you're right. I can't see Hollywood greenlighting a project like this <laughs> at all. <laughs> no, it it would just be not the same. I don't think anyone could make it the same. It's just that good. And is that unique to to itself? Yeah, I can't argue that. It is. It's definitely something I think everyone should take a chance on. So speaking of that, I want, that's what I want you to do. I want you to sell it on someone that's not sold. Why should they should watch this? Well, you said everyone should take a chance on it. I don't, I don't think everyone could digest it. It might be a little hard for some people. That's true. It's violent. So if you like that, you're already sold. <laughs> It was controversial, so it's kind of part of movie history. So if you if you're into movie history and those more niche type movies, this is something that's definitely something you should watch. And it's on the Criterion Collection, so I think it's available on the Criterion Channel and HBO Max. So if you have one of those, it's an hour and a half. It's not too long, and it's right. it's really great performances. And it's not something you're gonna see again. At least the story you might see, but the way it was done, you're never gonna see it like that. I completely agree. Uh, yes, I watched it on HBO Max. I, when I was looking up the trailer, I see it's on YouTube, but it's got to be edited. There's no way YouTube's <laughs> got the full version of this thing on there. I can't see them having that. There's stuff in here that's not allowed on YouTube. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of uh, shootings that happen that they can't use. Even the poster art got censored back in the day because there's a... Uh, what do you call it? The little baby sucker. Oh, pacifier. A pacifier. There you go. There's a pacifier in the poster, which kind of implies that he's shooting a baby, and people didn't like that, so it got banned. But now it's it is the official artwork, so I guess we're past that. Right. Yeah. And there's also some full frontal nudity for anyone, so that, that there's no way that's yeah. showing up on YouTube. So, and I think that's another part Hollywood will cut out just for the hell of it because they wouldn't want that. <laughs> Well, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> that's the scene people like the least. Even yeah. the people that love the movie, it's the scene yeah. that's kind of can be perceived as shock value. Okay. Even though some people say the whole movie is shock value, which I don't agree with, obviously. I think it's saying more about society than it is about violence. All right. All right, man. I think that's going to that's gonna do it for this. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you at? You can find us at Walk to Cinema on Twitter, Letterboxd, YouTube, and every podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you use. All right. As always, you can follow the show at YNF Movie Pod on Twitter and Instagram, available wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube. 
some of the videos I put up there, some I just put the episodes up with a picture. Definitely check it out. Subscribe to that channel. Be sure to check back next week because I'll have a new movie and a new guest. And who knows, that may become your next favorite movie. You guys take care. I'll talk to you next time.